Does watching the news ever make you wonder, why can't we all just get along? Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Jana, and today I'm reviewing The Madness of Crowds, Gender, Race, and Identity, written and read by Douglas Murray. I bought this audiobook on Audible, and it was based on Sam Harris's podcast interview with the author. Murray's main point, in his own words, is that, quote, minimizing difference is not the same as pretending difference does not exist. To assume that sex, sexuality, and skin color mean nothing would be ridiculous, but to assume that they mean everything would be fatal, end quote. Murray makes some compelling points to be sure. I absolutely love the scathing critique of contemporary romanticism and its blind adherence to natural goodness, or the belief that anything natural is automatically better, which always makes me think about the wonders of modern dental hygiene and public sanitation. When you consider that various marginalized group members can be perceived to deserve greater reverence or respect, depending on how many categories they represent. One example that stuck with me was of a white woman who's seeking to lead a multicultural group on a college campus, who becomes vehemently opposed when she reestablishes her public identity as a trans man, thereby seeming to revert to the form of the group's symbolic oppressor, a white man. Another fascinating trend that Murray touches on is the left's tendency to attribute moral superiority to marginalized groups. And in some ways, to me, this seems like an extension of Christian theology and the idea that suffering is noble and earns the sufferer a higher moral status. Murray cites the popular perception that to be a victim is to have one, and you can absolutely see this play out in varying ways in popular culture, but it's often disappointing. Now, there's definitely been some very severe criticism of this book. Um, my favorite was the Guardian writer William Davies, his scathing review, admits to Murray's appeal, but he adds that, quote, Murray's stock and trade is a tone of genteel civility. He writes gracefully and wittily in keeping with his demeanor as a clubbable conservative who simply wishes we could all just muddle through a little better, end quote. In my opinion, Murray's crisp and sometimes withering delivery isn't always objective or sound. So for example, he seems to radically oversimplify forms of power in, in what I would call a fairly cringy comparison to young women's sexual attractiveness and their ability to, quote, drive men mad, end quote, versus old white male billionaire privilege. And another tangent on feminism and motherhood, Murray blandly states, being a parent is the most important and fulfilling role that a human can have without citing so much as his own life experience. 
What would truly have taken this book to another level, in my opinion, would be a more thorough discussion on the implications of free will and identity. I'm truly surprised that Murray never actually picks this topic up, since it would seem to enlighten and enliven some of his arguments and take things beyond his insistence that things really aren't that bad and all the biggest problems of society are essentially solved, or at least to his mind in the Western world. This audiobook was a useful resource to better understand some of the frustration leveled at what is called cancel culture or wokeness, but I'm not satisfied by Murray's conclusions here. I'd like to see him dig a little deeper in future books, which I'm willing to check out based on his witty British banter. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5. Join me again soon for another audiobook review and thanks for listening.